We're going to be in Luke chapter 18. When I was growing up, my mother used to tell me about the time that she spent in her quiet time with the Lord and just how, uh, how much praying to God meant to her, how it encouraged her, how it lifted her up and strengthened her in her walk with the Lord. And uh, much like the, the scripture that we've been talking about, God's word builds us up, uh, but uh, our time in prayer with God also builds us up. And it, it's something that God uses to recharge our spiritual batteries, uh, drawing near. We, God says, if you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. And so um, all of us need that time of spiritual recharging in our lives. And uh, Luke is recording a parable of Jesus uh, that describes a woman and her interaction with a judge that was a wicked man who didn't care about people, uh, didn't care what people thought. Uh, he didn't even fear God. He, he was totally absorbed with himself. And yet, because this woman continues to come to him and come to him and come to him, finally he says, yes, I will give you justice against your adversary. And so um, this is set up as a picture of how our relationship with God, as we come to him, as we bring our requests before him, as we uh, carry our burdens to him, how God will act in our lives and how he will encourage us and how he will answer, and, uh, and it's such a great thing. So we, as God's people, uh, need to take advantage of this time of prayer in our lives on a regular basis so that God can do what he wants to do uh, through our lives. And so the title of my message is, Why We Should Pray. Uh, look with me at verse 1 of chapter 18. The scripture says, he then told them the parable on the need for them to pray always and to not become discouraged. There was a judge in a certain town who didn't fear God or respect man. And a widow in that town kept coming to him saying, give me justice against my adversary. For a while he was unwilling, but later he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or respect man, yet because this widow keeps pestering me, I will give her justice so that she doesn't wear me out by her persistent coming. Then the Lord said, listen to what the unjudged, unjust judge says. Will not God grant justice to his elect who cry out to him day and night? Will he delay to help them? I tell you that he will swiftly grant them justice. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find that faith on earth? Why we should pray. The first reason we should pray is to defeat discouragement. Uh, have you ever been discouraged? Uh, have you ever gone through a season of time in your life where you were discouraged? Maybe it was difficult uh, to, you know, everybody gets the blues. Sometimes people get discouraged for a season. Um, I remember watching a movie uh, and... Uh, the man's wife dies. Y'all may remember this. Uh, uh, Sleepless in Seattle, I think, was the name of the movie. And his wife dies. And he's, in, he's on the radio, and he's talking. He says, you know, my wife died. Well, what's it, what's it like? And he says, well, I just put one foot in front of the other and, and remind myself to breathe and, and just kind of go through my day. And it's just a willpower thing, one day at a time. And 
Uh, many times we, we may go through a season of time in, in our lives where it's just so difficult. And, and it's almost like we will ourselves to, to take the next step. But God says, listen, I want to meet you in your place of discouragement. I want to, to come and encourage your heart and refresh you with my presence. Uh, so I want you to come to me in prayer when you're discouraged. Um, Jesus is probably referring to chapter 17 where they were actually being persecuted for the sake of the gospel. Uh, there's, this, there's going to be a day when Jesus will come back and he will take the enemies of God's people and he will destroy them. Justice will come. He will grant justice against the adversaries of God's people. Uh, those who don't repent and trust Christ will face the justice of a holy God. I think of groups like ISIS and, and groups around the world that are persecuting Christians. They will have to give an account. They will have to face the judgment and the justice of God. Um, and so I think it's an encouragement to those who are being persecuted, but I also think it's an encouragement to those who are just discouraged generally because he says this is for men not to be discouraged, not to lose heart, uh, but to be encouraged through their time with me. Um, I know that uh, the scripture says David, when he was going through a season of discouragement, how would you like to live uh, running from somebody that was trying to kill you all the time? Would that not get discouraging after a while? He, he'd go from one cave to the next to the next. They'd Saul would find out where he was, and then he'd have to run from there and go somewhere else. You know, It was constant pressure, constant uh, uncertainty about what the day would hold. And so uh, the Bible says he drew aside and he encouraged himself in his God. Uh, there are certain times I think we just need to get aside. Have you ever heard the statement, come apart or you'll come apart? <laughs> and uh, sometimes you got to come apart. Just get away by yourself, spend some time with God so that you don't come apart emotionally and so forth. Uh, it, it, God renews our spirit. I love what uh, David says in Psalm 23. He says, the Lord restores my soul. Have you ever had your soul restored? Um, I can think of some times in my life where I was discouraged or maybe I was anxious. The old anxiety comes. Don't you hate anxiety? You know, you're distressed and you're, what's, what, what if this happens? What if that happens? And and, and uh, somehow, when I took those things to Christ, I spent some time. And sometimes when I'm like that, I find out that it's not just the few things I thought it was that I'm anxious about. I've got a bunch of stuff. And so I, I start praying, and then other things come to mind, and other things come to mind. And, and before long, the peace of God has descended. And I realize he's in control. And uh, it's hard to describe, but God comes to us. The Bible says God is near to those who are crushed in spirit. Isn't that a wonderful thing? God cares when we're struggling. Um, the, the broken and contrite heart, he won't despise. God is near to us when we're struggling. And so we need to come aside and, and, and pray and seek God's face in those times when we're discouraged. So why should we pray? First of all, to defeat discouragement. Secondly... To share problems. Verse 3 says, The widow in that town kept coming to him saying, Give me justice against my adversary. She had a problem. 
and it was weighing upon her. Now, the Scripture doesn't tell us what it was. That's probably good, because that way we can apply it to whatever problem we've got. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but she says, give me justice against my adversary. She told the problem to God. There's a Scripture in First Peter that says, cast all your cares on him, for he cares for you. Aren't you glad we have somebody we can cast our cares on? Now, um, you may have a good friend that you can talk to in times when you're going through a struggle. That's a blessing. Maybe you've got a family member. Maybe your spouse. Uh, but there's a limit to what human beings can take. Amen? I mean, have you, emotionally, sometimes we get burdened down by the problems of others. Have you ever... You know, I, I, have you ever had the, the feeling of just, man, you know, I talked to this person, I'm depressed. You know, I, and, and, but did you know that God never feels that way? You can't depress him or discourage him or in any way overwhelm him with your problem. He, he always is able to take it. He's never shocked. He knows about it already. Uh and you can share with him the deepest struggles of your heart and the deepest problems of your life and be open and honest with him, even if it involves sin. Because guess what? Even though God doesn't want you to sin, God has paid for that sin in Jesus Christ. And he delights to, to meet you where you are, even in your struggle with sin. So you can, you can bring that problem to him and say, Lord, here's where I'm at. This is where my heart's at, and, and I'm not where I need to be. But God, you come in, into my situation, change my heart, fill me with your spirit, change my direction because I need your strength and your power. And God delights to come down into that situation, meet you where you are, and help you with what you need. Um, we can cast our, our cares on him. Uh, you, you've seen the, the things on TV where they have the... The, the couch you lay on, you know, when you're at the, the psychiatrist's office and you, you begin to share, you know, well, how does that make you feel? And you share, you know. And, uh, people pay big bucks for that. Did you know you can, you can actually go to God, you can lay on your couch at home if you want to. If you're tired, you probably fall asleep. But if you lay on the couch, you can tell God everything that's on your heart and you can take two hours and he won't get bored. And he won't roll his eyes or, sh or check out. He, he is engaged. He delights to spend that time with you. Uh, when, when my kids come home from school, and, you know, sometimes uh, usually they're home by the time I get home, but um, I'll say, how was your day at school? Fine. Right? And the one word answers, you you know, you have to kind of get creative with how you ask the questions. Well, what friends did you sit with today at lunch? What did they have to say? You know, and uh, even then sometimes trying to pull it out. Did you know God delights to talk with us? He delights for us to share our hearts with him. I wonder why God chose to call himself a father. Could it be that God says, I want you to see me as someone who cares about you? Or Jesus says, I've called you friends. Why does Jesus use that statement? Because he wants to draw them into relationship. 
Listen, God delights in us. Don't ever feel like you can't take something to God. I've heard people say sometimes, well, God's too busy to be worried about my little problems. No, he's not. Guess what? An all-powerful God can handle all the nitpicky little things of everybody's life because he's just that kind of God. He's He's able. He delights in the little things. He cares about where you find a parking space at Walmart. He, he cares about uh, the details, maybe um, the little circumstances that you have at work, and maybe you're concerned about something at work, and you say, well, I can't bother God with that. Yes, you can. God's not bothered by that. Bring it before Him. Take it to Him. Uh, he delights in the prayers of His people. Um, it's, you know what the Bible says in Revelation? That uh, they, pull, they pulled out the, the incense and it was going up before the throne of God. And the incense was the prayers of God's people. That's how much God delights in our prayers. It's like uh, the, the sweet smell uh, that he delights in. That's our prayers to God. So uh, uh, why should we pray? Uh, to share our problems. God, God is a great person to listen. He's a great Listener, have you ever tried to talk to one of your friends and, and they're, they're talkers and you can't get a word in edgewise? And you try to tell them, maybe you're dealing with something big, you know, and, you're, well, and you start to tell them about it and they interrupt you and go off in a different direction. You ever had that happen? I have. And you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm not sharing that, you know. And uh, uh, so God never does that. He listens to us. I love Jeremiah 33. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Uh, So share your problems with him. Why should you pray? First of all, to defeat discouragement. Secondly, to share problems. Thirdly, thirdly, to get help. To get help. Verse 7. Will not God grant justice to his elect who cry out to him day and night? Will he delay to help them? God delights to help us. Now, he he speaks here, and depending on how you translate it, he speaks about his being patient. Um, And people translate it different ways, but um, the idea is that sometimes God may be patient on the person who's the bad guy because he wants to reach him for Christ. But God will eventually come and in, in, in grant justice against those adversaries. But God delights to help us. He will help us in the problem, through the problem, deliver us from the problem at different stages and, and times. He delights to help. Do you need wisdom? Ask God. We talked about this morning. Uh, do, you, do you need um, discernment? Uh, do, do you need uh, patience? Do you, do you need faith? There's been times I've had to go to God and say, Lord, I don't trust you at all. You know it. I might as well admit it. I'm struggling. I need you to fill me with faith because I don't have any. I need you to help me trust the way I should. Uh, but, but he's there to help you with your spiritual life. Uh, he's there to help you uh, with your family members and, and your, your relationships. Uh, he's there to help you. Uh, with, with the relationships at work. 
You ever had somebody that just rubbed you the wrong way at work? And you know, you can pray about those things. Uh, my mother uh, came up with this thing um, when when uh, my dad was going to do something that she didn't think was the right decision, and she they talked about it. You know, he made a decision. She'd pray about it, and uh, he'd come to her and he'd say, uh, "Bev, I think I've changed my mind about that." And she'd just smile and, uh, you know, go back to her prayer closet. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, she taught my wife that trick. Uh, anyway, uh, God delights to help with the details of our lives. Isn't that wonderful? So you ought to pray to God because he will give you help. And it doesn't matter what area of your life it is, God delights to give us help. So why should we pray? First of all, defeat discouragement. Secondly, share problems. Thirdly, get help. Fourthly, trust God. Uh, verse 8, I tell you that he will swiftly grant them justice. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find that faith on the earth? Now, I believe, and, and I've preached this before, that, that our continuing and persevering in prayer uh, is an evidence of our faith. But as I was Thinking about this scripture, I thought about verse 1. He says that, that we ought always to pray and not to be discouraged or not to lose heart or however the idea is to give out, right? What happens when you get discouraged? You tend to have your faith wane, don't you? Your faith is kind of at a low ebb. And boy, you know, you know, months ago, maybe you, 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 boy, we can do this. You know, God's on our side. Uh, if God is for us, who can be against us? And then somehow you, you descend down into the valley of discouragement and your faith is weak. I believe Jesus is also saying, look, not only does your persistence in prayer show your faith in me, but your persistence in, in prayer will help you sustain your faith. Through a discouraging time. Uh, when we go to God, He builds our faith. And, and I, I've seen that. I've gone in, into a prayer time where my faith was at the, at the bottom. And I've said, God, here, here's where I'm at. You know, there's this problem, there's that problem. And, the, you know, and, and, and you, you put it all out there for God. And of course, He's never intimidated by it. We are, but He's not. And, and you begin to. Uh, think about him and you begin to thank him for some things he's done and you begin to think about what he's done in the past and before long your faith begins to grow and it, I, I can't really describe how all, all this particulars of how it happens but I've seen it happen in my own life time and time and time again God takes your faith at that low point and you spend time with him in prayer and he lifts you up uh, you you ought to spend time in prayer so that you'll trust God. You know what the Bible says? Apart from faith, it's impossible to please God. It also says this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Jesus said this, according to your faith, it will be to you. I, I'm beginning to get a thing here. Faith is important. So when we are at a low place in our faith in God, the answer is to go to him in prayer and have him restore us spiritually. By the way, he also restores us through his word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. 
So um, go to God in prayer to have your faith restored. Now, here's, here's something else you can do. Go to God in prayer with a, with a Christian brother or sister. And not the one that's always griping and complaining and being negative, okay? Go to the person who has some faith and pray with them. And there's something about that. I, we were sharing uh, in, our, in our study tonight uh, five things that grow your faith and uh, about the importance of relationships. And uh, my, my friend Bill, who I mention all the time, okay, but, but it's, he's a great illustration because he's... But his faith, he had the, I think he had the gift of faith. And I would pray with him. And sometimes I'd come, my faith, his, my faith would be at a, maybe a one or two. His faith would be at a nine. And by the time we prayed together, he'd brought me up. <laughs> and it, it was amazing. Uh, and, and, you know, we'd talk, we'd share. I'd say, I'd say Bill, here's, here's the, uh, you know, boy, I'm dealing with this problem. I'm dealing with that problem, you know. And uh, he'd pray something like this. He'd say, Lord, I thank you that you're sovereign on your throne. That nothing's too hard for you. And all these problems, that they, they make us worry, but God, they're nothing to you. You've got it handled. You know, he would go and he'd, boy, by the time he was done, I was ready to shout. You know, I was, hey, let's get a water pistol. We'll, we'll go charge hell together, you know. And, and, and it just lifted me up. You ought to pray because God will build your faith through prayer. I'll make a plug for Wednesday night. We pray on Wednesday night together. You want to pray with some, some uh, Christian brothers and sisters? That's a great place to do it. Uh, and uh, you, can, you can share your heart there, too, as well. So, uh, why should we pray? We should pray to defeat discouragement, to share problems, to get help, and to trust God. Isn't it amazing that God even allows us to come to Him in prayer? Um. Many times when, I have, when I've struggled and um, the devil has whispered in my ear, Roger, why do you think you can go to God in prayer? Look at your life. But you know what my Savior says to him? I paid the price. That sin has been covered by my blood. You've confessed it, and based on my faithfulness, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And Christ says, I have ripped up the veil that separates you from God, and I have gone in before you presenting the nail scars to the Father and said, he's able to come into your presence, Father, because I've paid the price. Um, never let the enemy tell you you can't go to God in prayer. He is our source, and we need to go to him. Why should you pray? Pray to defeat discouragement. And uh, pray, look, pray to build your faith. Uh, pray to get help. Uh, and, and let God meet you where you are and lift you up. From sinking sand, he lifted me. With tender hand, he lifted me. From shades of night to plains of light. Praise the Lord, he lifted me. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for lifting us up through our time with you. Lord, there's a lot in this world that we could be discouraged about, but I thank you that you're the sovereign, almighty, awesome God.